Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Culture Talk. I'm your host, Cultured Kuhn, and this is COVID Chronicles. So I'm going to be chronicling my experience during COVID. Obviously, as this year comes to a close, it'll be wise, I guess, to talk about the main events and the keynotes throughout the year, which have made it what it is. I've found that 2021 was a repeat of 2020, but only worse. It was the remix, the replay. It was the sequel to the already terrible prequel of 2020. So it was 2020 V2, essentially for me. And my experience during COVID, so I'll start with 2020. You know, obviously I came home from school in March 2020. And essentially it was really weird because we never experienced anything of the sort, you know, the pandemic or epidemic at first and it became a pandemic because it went global. And obviously we dived into conspiracy theories and clinical theories and medical professors and frontline officers, they became the heroes of the day. And the villains were the politicians, as always. But more particularly the politicians, the superpowers, China, India, America, UK, so on and so forth. And, you know, being an African, my experience of COVID was, I think, unique in a sense compared to the world outside. Because for us, despite having the lowest vaccination rates, we have the lowest fatality rates. Despite us having the poorest healthcare, we're seemingly the least affected by COVID-19, which obviously started in 2019 and developed in 2020 and worsened in 2021. So, you know, it's just interesting to me. I'm not obviously a doctor, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a surgeon, I'm not a medical expert, but, you know, even the three blind mice could see that Africa wasn't as heavily affected as the rest of the world, despite each wave being predicted as, oh, this is going to be the one that hit Africa. This is going to be the one that will call the masses. But really, no, that hasn't been the case. And, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's mind-boggling to say the least that a virus that goes cross-country obviously improvises, adapts to its environment, but doesn't really wipe through the dark content as it should have. So, you know, that obviously raises eyebrows, brings questions to mind, and it's a bit provocative in the sense that why are we being forced to take a vaccine which doesn't seem to be as much help or aid or assistance where the virus actually is doing damage? Not to say it hasn't done damage, not to say people haven't died, people haven't gotten sick, people haven't been affected, but it hasn't been as bad as it was first prophesied or proclaimed or pronounced. And that pronouncement, I think, is very crucial to watch because this pandemic hasn't even been a top five killer in Africa, particularly in the country I live in, in Zambia. COVID-19 literally has been beaten out by road accidents. Now, not everyone in Zambia drives, so that's indicative of how little deaths COVID has affected the mortalities in Zambia in comparison to other diseases. You have TB and malaria, HIV, AIDS, and all these other diseases. But COVID-19 itself, as far as being a top five killer, it's not on the list. So am I saying COVID is a hoax? No, I don't necessarily think so. Do I think there's a conspiracy behind why it's been so politicized as opposed to clinicalized? Of course. There's a reason why we hear more politics, we hear more restrictions than we hear medicines, vaccines, clinicals, or analysis of actual data regarding COVID, not the politics or the policies surrounding it. And aside from that, Obviously, with this cloud of judgment hovering over us, COVID-19, or have you been vaccinated? Haven't you been vaccinated? I was recently vaccinated, didn't feel any more special than those who are unvaccinated. Because obviously, I come from a country which is highly unvaccinated. And we're living just fine, we're chilling, you know. Obviously, with the restrictions, you know, some people had their masks down. You know, I, I was criminal doing that sometimes. And 
you know it's just it's hot it's uncomfortable and it's just blocking you from doing a lot of things i wasn't able to do school so my first year was online as i mentioned i flew back i wasn't able to properly graduate from sixth form college i came home finished online started my university online so i didn't even get to have that freshest experience and after having done that i decided you know i'm just going to take a year off and so here i am taking a year off that finding myself learning more about who I am, what I want to do, the impact I want to leave on you guys and this world in general. And I think 2021 has served as that interim period for people to discover who they really are. Because for those of you who were left in quarantine or left to isolate, you were really left with the confines of yourself. And you had to deal with the demons you've been ignoring in the back of your mind for the longest time. If you're in this isolated space for however many days, all the all the company you have is yourself and you know a lot of people don't actually spend time with themselves don't actually center themselves or ground themselves in their experiences so it was good as far as discovering who we really are what ails us and i think we realize that we do need each other and so obviously tiktok boomed instagram boomed and all of these things social media networks obviously had a surplus of engagement interaction as these platforms were now used to control the conversations between different people in different countries and different continents and across these platforms people were able to deep dive into conversations of loss of love of loyalty of loathing of liking of disliking you know we were able to show our real selves and we grew closer to each other through these technological interfaces and i think technology is really been our crutch to lean on during this period of 2020 v2 what what do you think the world would have been without tiktok how many of your friendships and family relationships do you think would have continued to foster without the engagement of facebook whatsapp instagram snapchat you know how many people would you have lost ties with if these various streams of networks didn't tie us all together so i think covid has served us in a way it's brought us closer together globalized we all have a unique experience but it's also a shared experience and that commonality i think serves a greater purpose in harmonizing the world as one we all have different views whether we're anti-vaxxers or vaxxers whether we believe in the efficacy of the vaccine or we believe it's more just a cover up for some fraudulent underhand dealings which will never surface who really cares at the end of the day what have you done with your covid year I've had different conversations with different people. Some people COVID pushed them a step back. Some people COVID launched them forward. With me during COVID, I started a podcast. And now, sooner rather than later, I'll be starting a YouTube channel. And I found that I can actually impact and influence lives without having to physically be with them, to physically engage with them. It can literally connect with them by the same interface which I was speaking about before, which has brought all of us closer together. So many good things have happened for me. You know, I've found myself, found my voice and I think found my calling. I think as far as my generation and I don't speak for myself when I say I really just want to make money and help people, help a lot of people. You want to at least have money to do what you love. And what I love doing is connecting, conversating and learning more about other cultures, associations and different things from different people. Now there's also I also have to speak on the fact that it hasn't exactly been an olive branch for everyone 
involved. Many people have lost family members to the virus. Many people have lost family members to other things. Many people have lost relationships, friendships, brotherhood, sisterhoods, fraternities. And uh, it, it's been a challenging year. It's obviously been difficult to stay mentally healthy and sane. Because as I mentioned before, you have the clampdown of coronavirus and then governments and you have the foreclosure of different countries and you have the restriction of travel bans and you have different things blocking people from achieving their various set targets and goals. But with that being said, you know, obviously it's, it's life. Life isn't meant to be easy. And this trial period, I don't know if it's a trial, I don't know if we'll ever come out of COVID. We just have to get used to living with it and its challenges is brought forth with us. Unfortunately, those trying to play God didn't realize that they handicapped themselves and the likes of others with those attempts of population control. But <clears throat> sorry, that's neither here nor there. I'm not a conspiracy theorist and I don't intend to be. But um, yeah, you know, for the people who've been lied to, been cheated on, been stolen from, had family members killed or lost them through disease, I feel for you. I've also experienced various forms of pain and hurt this year but I think I've also realized that we can't blame the world for everything you know and I think that's probably what I'm going to cap off this season with of Culture Talk and uh, what I've learned from COVID more importantly is that how you view things and how you react to them is perhaps more important than what actually happens to you you know as far as the opportunities you're given or the missed chances because every day you have a chance and a choice and I think you have a chance to be something new. You have a chance to renew that relationship with yourself. You have a chance to learn to love others by loving yourself. You have a chance to share happiness, joy, peace, unity, harmony with others. You have a chance to work on yourself, to go into that darkness and figure out who you really are. Bring that kid you locked up long time ago. Bring them out of the cage. Throw away the key. Walk into the light. And the light is who you really are. I think a lot of us act based off trauma we've experienced through time and the trouble we've gotten into. So the trauma becomes part of our personality because we don't want to accept it for the damaging, toxic traits it gives us. If you've been lied to, then you're mistrusting of people and you think that the truth isn't really valuable to many people and so it isn't valuable to you and so you think everyone who speaks to you isn't speaking the truth. If you've been cheated on, then maybe you view that love or your outlook on love isn't what it is that it's simply an illusion and it's an imagination of something that's impossible you know it's a peter pan and tinkerbell type situation it's a delusion and if you believe that you're deluded that really affects your mindset and your outgoing into the world you know if you're less forthcoming with your feelings if you're less fluent in how you feel then how are you supposed to communicate how are you supposed to manifest your deepest dreams how are you supposed to bring about those desires which keep you up at night you can't be the person you're meant to be if you go into yourself and i think covid19 has really exposed that it showed that some people can learn to grow and some people will shrink and as i said some people have shrunk and some people have grown you've grow, either grown more acutely aware of who you really are of who you want to be of how much internal work needs to be done you've gone into the shadow and realized that the light isn't that far away from you it's just taking a leap of faith to realize that you can do it. It's existing in that plane between potentiality and reality and realizing that when you, whilst you're in limbo, you need to make a choice. You can either be tortured by the potential of your greatness 
or you can strive for the reality of that greatness and do the baby steps day by day work grinding each and every day keeping your nose on the grindstone and obviously family dynamics people have been home a lot more people have clashed with uh, within their clans they've they've shown their parents who they really are and the parents have shown them who they really are because you've spent a lot of time together and with uh, time with that bond with that connection you get to know someone really well and for me who was away from boarding school for the longest time i just remember how coming home was such an out of body experience for a few days when you've come home from school and you're sleeping you wake up you still feel like you're at school and it's the same when you go to school like when you've been home for a while like on holiday you go to school and you wake up for the first few two three days you think you're home and you're like whoa what's going on it's really crazy i'm close to my family my father my mother my brothers you know we talk more we engage more in intimate conversations but we realize we have each other we're there for each other we're not going anywhere so i urge those of you who may feel disconnected or disparate or you know are desperately trying to reach for something tangible with your parents just give them a chance be patient with them be patient with yourself it's a process life is about give and take and you have to give some to take some and they also have to give you some to take some so you just have to strike a balance with those conversations and what you really want to achieve with them but as far as finding yourself grounding yourself being more centered and focused i think let's not get bogged down in thinking covid is the end all and be all of the world there are more things to life than covid-19 they were and they will always be whether this virus goes away or doesn't or keeps mutating that shouldn't have any impact on your overall alignment or oneness with yourself. Our culture talk obviously we're trying to help each other learn, think and grow richly within themselves as we're each on a path of enlightenment. And I think part of that path of enlightenment is realizing the good in others and helping to bring it out. Helping to at least encourage and to show people that you should have a sense of entitlement to your happiness because when you're happy you're able to give from a place of abundance and when you give from that place of abundance you bless people and you be blessing their lives and blessings will follow you because the way this world works with the laws of attraction and the manifestation you give what you receive and you receive what you give so if you're giving out positive energy you receive loads of positive energy vice versa if you give out negative or bad vibes then that will ultimately be what's on your receipts so you decide I think 2020 V2 or 2021 has been a year where I've had to take ownership over my life, responsibility for my actions, realize the past is the past. It's a place of reference, not residence. In as much as we like to seek refuge in the past, or no and drown ourselves in the depression and seek reform, even though we've already changed from the experience, we take two steps back when we should be taking two steps forward. And I think allow yourself to be liberated from the confines of society, from the strictures that pin you to be a certain way for certain people for a certain time no you should be living for you and living out of a true oneness with self a true harmony peace love and harmony for yourself because when you do learn to love yourself it will become more more organic to love others the same way you love you and in fact you learn to love deeper once you grow to appreciate you for what you can be or who you could be you could be a lot more than you are right now and by becoming a lot more you have a lot more in life you have a lot more opportunities you have a lot more whether attractive mates you have a lot more money you have a lot more time to do what you please 
and ultimately as we're going into the new year that's what we want isn't it we want to actualize our richest selves we want to visualize our deepest selves and we want to harmonize our most true selves so hopefully your covid 1920-21 experience hasn't been too horrible but if it has i sincerely apologize for the experiences you've had to go through understand dealing with loss of a loved one in particular is not an easy task and ultimately we don't get over grief we grow with grief we grow around it and um, the scar on your heart just simply shows that what hurt you wasn't as strong as you are because you're still standing but it won't feel comfortable as you get stronger and you have to be uncomfortable to grow and in order to change you have to grow it's called growing pains and these pains will shape the person you become if you allow that pain to become passion that passion to become purpose then from that purpose you can affect the world in a plethora of ways so thank you for listening i uh, hope you had a merry christmas wishing you a happy new year this will probably come out before you guys start going drinking or what not but please give it a listen give me a shout happy new year god bless and wishing you a happy transition into 2022 all the best Thank you.